Security is a burning threat, and chief information security officers are the bridge between technology and business. I spoke with two prominent female CISOs about the role of women in this important profession. Not many. It was like at 13% of the global or the Fortune 500 were women. And that's not just CISOs. That's CISOs, CIOs, and a senior executive such as a VP in the technology arena. So it's still a very, very small amount. That equates to about 65 companies out of the 500. Yeah, I, look, I'd have to agree with that. I, and I know that it's getting better. Uh, I remember when I first went to a, a security executive forum um, 15 years ago that there were two women. One one was me, obviously, and the other one was the speaker. So it was very small. And I know that, you know, I'm really grateful for ISACA as well, who uh, put on a conference here recently where we had a panel of female CISOs, which I was lucky enough to moderate. So we are seeing more and they're actually really quite active in the space, which is great and actively promoting the role of a CISO. Yeah, the other piece is, is that ISACA also has a thing called She Leads Tech. And I've been really fortunate of being able to get involved with that program. And really what we've been doing is working with women and getting them more involved, not just in technology, but technology leadership roles and how do they get into the technology workforce and really focusing it on from the younger individual all the way up to people that are willing to make changes in their career. So it's really exciting. Um, just Joe was saying is that, you know, being able to moderate and, and focus on some of these women leadership panels have been uh, very worthwhile. Yeah, Tammy, um, I'm not sure that that even you're aware of this, but I'm actually the um, global lead for She Leads Tech on the volunteer side. I'm the um, the uh, chair of the Women's Leadership Advisory Council for ISACA, and it has had great success. And what we didn't realise when we when we began this this journey was what it was going to mean to women in different parts of the world as well. In some cases in in Africa, I was stunned to realise that we were not only providing a place for women to meet other professionals in the space, but we were also providing a safe space for them to tell some of their stories in, 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 you know, pretty harrowing circumstances. So the program has gone beyond uh, what we had imagined. So yeah, like you, I love it. I think it's something great that we can we can both be a part of and that we can both promote um, what we do to other women to, to try and bring as many as we can into the profession. Yeah, look, it's you're right. It is a huge question. Um, one of the things that we hear from women, and we've I've been hearing this for the last few years, is that they feel that there's a lack of mentors, a lack of role models, um, a lack of showcasing of women's careers. We need to be able to see women, um, other women doing what we're doing. And I think that's a really important piece of it is to ensure that we can we can show that people like Tammy and I have been doing this for a long while and, and we've survived and, and, in fact, it's a great career option. It's not an easy career. Um, that's for sure, right? But I think that um, you have a great point about the mentorship. We really do have a lack of women mentors in the, in the yeah. community. And, you know, in, in light of that is that as the... Um, as the individual contributors or the folks that are looking to move ahead in their career are really trying to focus on how do I get that mentor? How do I get that right person to help me get to the next level in my career? Because a lot of what we do every day is by networking. That's how we get to the next level. And, you know, and the other challenge challenges is that, you know, when, when uh, a lot of women say, well, you know, I don't get paid equally as the men do. And then that's also very common, um, but it's, it's getting better. I really do believe it's getting better, um, but we still have a long way to go. Um, 
people that think that if they get into a cybersecurity type of role, they're going to be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And as a CISO, yeah, pretty much. That's been my life for a long time. Um, but some of the mm. other roles are more flexible uh, for those that need more flexible work schedule. That's right. And I think that's an important point is, is that flexibility of work schedule. I know that in my world, like yours, Tammy, it's been pretty much like that. I came from the electricity sector originally, so that is 24-7, mm-hmm. 365 days a year. But, you know, you can also cho- choose um, industry sectors, if you like, which will allow far more flexibility too. I think that's the other thing. Well, I know that Accenture offers a lot of internship opportunities, and they focus at trying to, um, not just women and not just young girls, but a very diverse work panel of trying to get folks involved and interested in the cybersecurity industry. Most universities even don't even have cybersecurity offerings. And so um, I recently just had somebody reach out and said that they were going into information technology, but their university didn't offer anything on cyber or anything on security offerings, and where would they get that learning so they can actually start doing things? And what I encourage them to do is look for internships um, into organizations that'll help balance out your skill sets in addition to volunteering to balance out. But it, it's, you know, things are changing rapidly. The, the cyber landscape is, is becoming more and more aggressive. I think also it's about image. It's image of, of, of our profession as well. I met a fabulous young woman in Ireland uh, year, bef- year before last, in fact, and she was saying that she came from a family of uh, six boys and herself. And so she was used to that sort of testosterone-driven environment, but there was only one other young woman in their tu- uh, tutorial group of 30 people and she came from a family of all girls. And so for her, the testosterone field environment and the hoodies and the, you know, perhaps less showered young men amongst the group um, really put her off. And, and so I think we really need to do something about the image as well to say it's not all like that. That's just, that's just university. That's not, that's not what our profession is actually like when you get into the hardcore work of it all. So I think we have an image problem uh, and we need to attract young women we also need young women need to see um another person in their own image so they need to see another woman if if they see another young woman then they'll be in so i think we need to create opportunities for young women and i love the idea of internships i think that's brilliant and we need to as i say we need to to uh, ratchet up um our image as far as i'm concerned it should have nothing to do with age it's about your capability um in the space whether that be from the technology space or whether it be from the business space. It's about your capability and your um, vision. Um, I don't think it should be about age. No, I agree about that. You know, um, I've hired um, many executives over the years, and the last thing I look at is age. Um, I think that if you're just starting to get into the cyber role and and you're um, in your 40s or 50s or whatever, um, the big thing is is to focus on where you want to go and what your goals are. If it's a CISO, if you have the skill set, if you don't, get a mentor, find somebody, a trusted advisor to help you get there. Because all of us, I mean, I mentor people, I know Joe mentored, we all do. And we help folks get to that next level. So don't let age get to you. Just go for it. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's a really important thing. And and certainly, um, if you don't ask, you don't get. So ask somebody. If you really would like someone to mentor you, ask them. The worst thing they can say is no, and you go to the next person. But 
absolutely. I think that's a really important thing as well to have a sponsor. In sometimes it can be in your organisation, somebody who is prepared to sponsor you to the next step as well. Clearly, uh, you're prepared to um, to do the next step, do the hard work. So yeah, look for that actively. Um, and I, as I say, I don't believe age should be an issue, whether you be at the young end of the scale or the more mature end, it should not make a difference. And besides which, when I hire, I'm so terrible at guessing age. I encourage corporate leaders to make sure that they actually have programs and diversity programs within their organization. As I stated earlier, diversity is more than just bringing more women in, right? It's really bringing that diverse talent and bringing the right people in for the job. But the way that you can bring more women in is, uh, I know at Accenture, um, I'm involved in the diversity program, and my focus is bringing more women into Accenture. They have a program that, you know, they have, by 2025, they want 50% of the workforce women, and they're well on their way to there. So it's really just making sure your company is focused on it, but also volunteer. Go to HR, volunteer your time. Employers, my my, um, piece of advice is, Take the bias out. Take the bias out of the way you recruit. Yep. Make it so as it is uh, working arrangements can be flexible to allow people to pick up primary carers, to pick up and drop off kids at school, for instance. Um, that's really important. And that actually is good for men as well who are in that position. Um, but absolutely, take the bias out. Try and interview as many women as men for these roles uh, and certainly do it on merit, though. I'm, I'm with Tammy on that. You always have to recruit on merit. Just take the bias out of your, your approach. And make sure you're paying fairly. That's, that's a big thing that, that human resources and, and the comp teams need to really understand. It's very important to make sure that the women's salaries are catching up to the men's. And my advice to women on that is if you're asked what your current salary is, make sure you go in armed with what the salary in the market for that role is. We sometimes do ourselves a disservice by being incredibly honest and saying, oh, I'm making 50K, uh, where in fact the job is worth 80. So, you know, you have to make sure that you go in well-armed as well, ladies. Now, please subscribe on YouTube and go to our website and subscribe to the newsletter. It'll keep you up to date with great information and more videos. 